Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with, of course, me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And you can chicka chicka, wow, check me out on Drive later today from 4pm, as the kids would say. Not me, though. Anyway, we begin with reaction to a huge Carabao Cup semi-final first leg where Eddie Howe's Newcastle beat Nathan Jones in Southampton. Here's the fallout on TalkSport. Well, listen to the Geordie noise. They think they're on the way to Wembley. And it may be below freezing on the south coast here in Southampton tonight, but a lot of those Geordies are staying here overnight. It's skins tonight. It's tops off in the cold. And it's going to be party night all night because they believe this lead from the first leg live on TalkSport will be enough to take them to Wembley. Well, we wanted to win the game. We, we wanted to try and approach it like any other game. Well, obviously recognising it's slightly different because it's a two-legged tie, but just to make sure our game was in a good place, the way that we play, the identity that we want to show was, was clear and evident. I don't think we're our, our very best today. I think there's a, a, quite a bit to improve, but credit to Southampton. They made it difficult for us. They've got top-quality players. Nathan's done a great job here, so we know going to the second leg, nothing is guaranteed. It is disallowed, and Newcastle's lead remains intact. It's handball. It's a minimal contact with the hand, so if there's minimal contact with the hand, then, you know, it, it gets ruled out. And the frustrating thing for me is, all, you know, all the on-field decisions we, that, that we get in are going for us and then the VAR's ruling against us, so it has to be clear and obvious, but it's one of those things, no point crying. I just think I can't see anything other than Newcastle going through. I think the noise, the atmosphere up there is going to be spectacular. And, you know, with that home record and what I've seen tonight, I just don't see Southampton having enough. Great effort, great endeavour, just not enough at the moment for this Newcastle side. On now to the Sports Barn with Jamie O'Hara and Jason Cundy. I have actually got a dilemma and I'm going to tell you how. Oh, no. So, oh. Uh, this is right. so oh. my last baby's due was the 22nd of Feb. The mm. final, the 26th. I've already told her, listen, I'm going to the final. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've already got one four-year-old. At the end of the day, she's got a year off work. I have enough to go back soon, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Wembley. Thing is, is that my first brain? Got no look at the minute. Like, I, I, hopefully, like the final gets delayed or something. I didn't know. Final like, wait, wait, wait. get delayed. Well, I cracked, just for I you, think, George. Do you want us, do you want us to put in George a? And of course, the fan wants it delayed because his wife's having a baby. However, <laughs> I, however, it's it's the first week of final ever. Like, yeah. like, like, come on, I can't miss this, man. Out on the road again. 
I left Fort Palace, Crystal Palace, seven o'clock on Saturday morning. On Saturday morning, went to there, got back seven o'clock Sunday night, went to Craft on Monday, left at half ten this morning to drive to Southampton. I'm driving back from Southampton now, and I'm at Craft wow. at eight o'clock in the morning. Played well second half Southampton, but you just look like for me, you just lack quality in the final third. Who's that I'm speaking to? Is that Jamie? Jamie, Jamie exactly? and Jason. Listen, Jamie, can I speak to Cundy? You're a little bit a bit biased for me, Jamie. I can't lie. Well, because I'm Pompey. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Well, Jamie, listen, I have my I'll have my neutral head on. I, I, I do. I do remember the FA Cup game there, four-one. No, I play for yeah. Pompey as well, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I was there. <laughs> Come on. So, Con, you're speaking to two former Pompey players. How, how do you feel? Disgusted. <laughs> Now, as you heard in the last episode, Everton have sacked manager Frank Lampard. And on White and Jordan, they were joined by a Toffees supporter, Steve, who made a very passionate plea for the chairman, Farhad Mashiri, to sort the club out. If we all rally together as an Everton family, we'll stay in the league. If you get rid of this negativity, please stay positive and back. Sean Dyche, Mashiri gets Sean Dyche in. Get Duncan Ferguson in and we'll stay up. Don't bring Bielsa. He can't speak. He can't understand. He will not handle that dressing room. Get Sean Dyson and we'll stay up. Talk sport breaking news. A report tonight, Adrian, that the club is up for sale with Mishiri looking for offers of more than £500 million. We know in recent months he's been looking for outside investment, but this is on a different level altogether. Of course, Mishiri would want to recoup the money he's invested in the new stadium being built at Bramley Moor Dock. It's been reported tonight, Adrian, that Deloitte has been instructed to handle the sale of the club. That is unconfirmed. About £700 million has been spent on more than 50 players in the Mashiri era, with just more than £400 million in recouped sales. Now, it's said the club's last three available sets of accounts have shown combined losses of nearly £380 million, and of course his stadium under construction at a cost of at least £550 million. So... There is without doubt a lot to consider here, Adrian, before any bidder makes a hard and fast move. So will there be buyers out there? I'm reliably informed there will. But of course, any potential bidder knows that he or she could end up with a championship club if Everton fail in their attempt to stay in the top flight. And that would very much affect the asking price. Sack your manager one day and put the club up for sale the next. What what's going on there? No stability at the top. Sounds like no stability. They are honestly. They are and not Everton fans need to hear this because they know it. They make they are sleepwalking right to the, into the championship. They're, aren't they? they're, it's it's kind of dog and duck at the minute the way they're being run, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. for a, a huge football club. Yeah. And a man who's obviously earned a lot of money in his career yeah. in business. Yeah. To make such bad decisions. And here's Simon Jordan's take on what the club must do going forward. If you believe that Bielsa has the capability linguistically, because don't forget it takes him time to get his message across because first of all he's got the language challenge and second of all he's got the culture. If you believe that those two things are going to get these players up and at it because half of the battle they've got is these players are as much of the problem as everybody else. If they get a pass and a few of them get challenged in the car park and everyone's outraged, oh no, the players are getting challenged. But it's those guys that go out on the pitch. And if you believe Bielsa can get them front and centre facing the right way and you believe that that kind of motivation and that kind of dynamism is going to get you out of the problems you've got for the next four months, then yes, I'm not sure. 
I would be more inclined, and people can say it's formulaic and perhaps a little bit lazy in its thinking, but I'd be more inclined to go for Sean Dyche. But I think Everton's a shambles. Now, Man United boss Eric Ten Hag has been speaking ahead of Nottingham Forest against Manchester United tonight in the Carabao Cup semi-final. First leg, it's live on Talk Sport, don't you know? ETH, or Eric Ten Hag as some people call him, spoke about how important it is for the club to win a trophy, especially for the fans. It's the best feeling huh? what you can have, winning a trophy. And I had to look at my career to win some trophies. And, and it's uh, magnificent, and especially for the fans, is it so great? And I think the fans here, um, they have some experience, especially the older ones. But and now, yeah, it's a period Manchester United didn't win trophies, and it's um, yeah, too long ago. So we are aware of that fact, and we have to do everything to bring a trophy in. Now, would you, Adam, believe it? Would you believe it? Darville FC knocked Aberdeen out of the Scottish Cup in what is probably the biggest upset ever in Scottish football. Here's Michael Mick Kennedy, the manager, on my show, looking back at a wonderful, famous victory. I think when you look at, obviously, the significance of the performance and, obviously, the result, I think everybody's obviously aware of the difference in, in league positions, but I think... Andy who watched the game last night it was more about how we sort of imposed our own philosophy on, on the game I mean we dominated last part we dominated possession we continuously built from the back we played the way we play every other week at our level and I think that was probably the most impressive thing from my, my perspective People talk about underdogs I'm telling you right now we're no underdogs I do not believe that I've never believed it to the draw has been done because I know what's in this change room I know what's in your hearts I know when we're together we can achieve it and we say I meant it but you've got to be hungry you've got to have the desire in your belly You've got to draw strength for the crowd. You've got to drop for one another. When you need to find that extra yard, that extra bit of oxygen, then look around about you. Look to your brothers. Look to your family. Let's look to the next round. Let's go. If the theme's based around the sort of culture and the ethos of the club, which is like trust, respect, love and togetherness. And, and, and most times that's what I build the team talk around about. So, yeah, that's, that's it most weeks, to be fair. Now, England head coach Matthew Mott, or Motti, as his friends call him, has been speaking ahead of their first one-day international against South Africa, which is live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 on Friday. Motti, told you, said he's spoken to Ben Stokes, Stokesy, about coming out of ODI one-day international retirement, but we'll see how things progress. At the moment, he's not committal. I think he's, he's certainly prepared for a test series. I think he'll just seek... How things pan out, his body pans out. He's obviously also got the IPL, and we'll just keep an open mind. And the door is always open for a player of that quality. Um, but we're also, you know, very aware that his his main focus is is Red Bull cricket as, as the captain, and we'll respect that when he's when he's ready to chat. We'll do that. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations.
Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And we finish with Ali McCoy doing dad jokes. What was that joke again? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, that was a, that <laughs> was a joke. The guy comes in, the guy comes in back to his house, and his wife's sitting there. And after she's she sitting, and after an hour, she says, "You don't care about me anymore, right?" He says, "What do you mean? You don't care about me? You, you've no noticed then, have you?" Right? And he looked at her. And he went, "Ah, ah, ah, you've had your hair done." She says, "No, I've not had my hair done." She says, you've, 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 ah, I see it, you've been out, you've had a, you've had a manicure. No, I've no had a manicure. <laughs> you, you've had you've, you've, your eyelashes, no, I've no had my eyelashes done. He says, what is it? She says, I've got a crash helmet on. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today, alongside the sneaker freak himself, Darren Bed. After us, of course, from 7pm, it's not in the forest against Manchester United. It's the Cowboy Cup. It's the semi-final first leg. It's live on Talksport. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts at first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thank you for listening. Have a lovely day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talksport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.